0: Live from the Old Church Concert Hall in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. You know how some people have a defining accessory that they love to wear, like sunglasses or a hat? I found mine at nine years old. For me, it's a suede, multi pouch leather tool belt best gift of my childhood. My parents got it for me. And I I would take that tool belt, I'd strap it on and usually I'd only have a screwdriver in there and I'd parade around the house just kind of looking at door hinges to unhinge and then put back together. (laughs) It was awesome. I was a very curious child. I I loved to explore and uh, there were actually these woods behind my elementary school. And we lived right next to my elementary school, so I'd go for long walks, and it was just this beautiful path, uh, and it, it kind of um, looped around a pond that was full of amazing wildlife. I loved exploring back there. And one day, when I was uh, walking home from, from one of these walks in the woods, I decided to take a, a shortcut. And there's, between the woods and the back of the school, there was a, a playground and a, a tennis court and, you know, a baseball diamond, those kind of things. And I was walking through, and I... I can't really describe it, but I, I heard this really odd sound. It was... It was like a moan. It was pretty pitiful, like something was dying, and I remember looking over to the right towards the tennis courts, and there was this massive snapping turtle. Now, my parents always told me, Jesse, do not go by a snapping turtle. Do not go up and try to touch it, because it could potentially just snap your hand off. So I'm remembering this, and I'm like, okay, you know, but I'm, I'm still curious, so I, I go to explore, and I realize that it's, it's actually stuck under the fence. So I, at this point, the world is ending. <laughs> Tears are welling up. I, I run home, and I tell my, my parents what's happening. My dad goes, Jesse, grab your tool belt. Yeah, so I strap that thing on. (laughs) Follow my dad, we grab a shovel and a wheelbarrow, and we head back to the school. And I remember my dad had me kind of lift up the the fence, and he took the shovel, and he kind of shimmied the the turtle onto the shovel, and then ever so gently, we put it in the wheelbarrow, and then we heroically, (laughs) heroically, just kind of walked it back to the pond and released it. The world made sense that day. <laughs> it's like I, I figured out how I fit into it. What I, what I learned is that I have this natural sense to notice pain around me and just this overwhelming drive to want to do something about it. But at nine years old, I was interacting with mostly turtles, obviously. <laughs> and as I grew up, I started interacting more with humans. And what I learned is that pain is it's, it's a lot more complicated for humans. It's, it's not as straightforward as just being stuck under a fence. And a lot of times, a shovel and a wheelbarrow, not going to cut it at least to take away the pain. So what started to happen for me was I was meeting people in my life and and this question kept coming up of, you know, what do you do when you have someone you care about in pain and you realize you don't have the tool to help them relieve it? It kind of grew for me over time. And I, I end up entering college. And I meet my wonderful friend, Chessie, short for Francesca. And overnight, we become Chessie and Jessie. <laughs> she was awesome. She's the type of friend where you, you just completely lose track of time. You, you talk for hours, and it's kind of like, oh, shit, Chessie, i got to go to class, you know? We just grew really, really close. And the thing about when you grow close to someone, you, you really get to know them. And as I got to know Chessie, what happened was, I I started to notice this really slow-growing pain in her face. And over freshman year of college, um, I noticed this pain, and it's the type of pain where you watch your friend just completely isolate herself from all social gatherings. It's the type of pain where you constantly hear your friends say things like, I just feel so unlovable. And ultimately, it's the type of pain where you watch your friend start to take that pain out on her own body. So when I saw this, it it became my mission to really want to do something about it, to, to prove Chessie wrong, to prove to her that she was lovable. So what did I do? I, I became our social director at school. Thank goodness for Facebook. I got to kind of track all the events that were happening every weekend, and I'd, I'd go in and say, all right, Chessie, here, here's what ha- what's happening for the weekend, and, and you know, I'd be her wing girl. I'd also, uh, people started to kind of notice some changes happening for Chessie, and I'd, I'd numb their curiosity numb their questions, deflect them to other things. And for her birthday freshman year, I got a group of friends together and we actually um, blew up like uh, over a hundred balloons. And, and the goal was that on her birthday mo- morning, we'd, we'd kind of secretly put all these balloons in a room so that when she woke up, she was just surrounded. And I was hoping, ultimately, that she would just be surrounded by love. Eighteen months of this, and i got to tell you, none of it worked. Midway through sophomore year, Chessie ended up leaving school. She was asked to leave because she was too thin that it was actually unhealthy for her to remain at school. And one of my least favorite memories of all that was two days before she left. I was feeling particularly exhausted and defeated. And I was kind of pulling back a little bit. And she said to me, Jesse, it just really feels like you're not there for me. And yeah, and it, I, (laughs) I remember just, it it was, it, it was a lot. But, to me, looking back on it, it was like, there it was. Like, even Chessie was, was calling out that I couldn't take her pain away. Now, this October, for my 29th birthday, my partner Ruth, she actually got me a suede, multi-pouch, <laughs> leather tool belt. Yeah. It's awesome. It, it even has, etched into the side, J-Bond on it. Now, it's been 20 years since the snapping turtle and 10 years since Chessie left school. And I really, I don't have it figured out. I, I still struggle with what to do when I, someone I love is in pain and I, I really don't have the tool to help them. But one tool I'm adding to this tool belt is the permission to not be a pain reliever every time.